from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, I mean, it was, we were, obviously we want to host, um, so there was some disappointment there, but I think we got a good draw where we're going, and so um, not trying to be too disappointed because we can't change it now, so we're just going to um, take what we got um, and go forward from there. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Yeah, I think we have a lot of confidence. I mean, we've we've played some incredible games this year, giving us a lot of confidence. Our offense is so good. Our defense is working so amazing. So I think we got all the confidence going into this weekend. Just really got to trust each other, stay together, work hard, fight every single pitch. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Came back with the trophy. Is that positive vibes going out there again for postseason? Well, that's nice of you to bring up. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, our kids are in a good place. Uh, we didn't finish the season the way we wanted to at the Big 12 tournament, but we did, you know, do well uh, down the stretch overall, I think, when you look at the body of work. And I just think we're in a good place right now. Get the. Uh, for Baylor athletes in particular, when you get finals behind them, traditionally you see a whole different um, athlete, student athlete there. The, the weight's off of them. They can do what they love to do the most, and that's play softball. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome to John Morris Show on a Wednesday. Glad you're with us. Baylor softball in the open. They left town this morning, headed for Salt Lake City. You heard from head coach Glenn Moore. You heard from uh, Josie Bauer, also Casey West. And uh, Baylor softball in the Salt Lake City Regional. They'll open NCAA Regional play on Friday at noon our time against Ole Miss. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Let's talk some uh, Baylor and Big 12 softball right off the top today. And and welcome in Brian Clinton from Heartland College Sports. And Brian, I appreciate your time. Thanks for making things work, and welcome to you. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me on. I really love talking Big 12 softball, so I'm all about it. That's great. That's great. A lot of good stuff to talk about, right? Starting with uh, in the number one team in the nation with a bullet, the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, they're just incredible, aren't they? I mean, it's it's just it's amazing to see what Patty Gasso has done with that program. She's obviously been there a long time, but I think they're really in their best stretch of softball that that she's ever coached and that she's ever had there in Norman, which is impressive. So um, definitely the the favorite. Uh, I, I would take the Sooners over the field right now to to end up hoisting the trophy there at the end of the year. But uh, they're just fun to watch. So uh, and they set a good precedent for for the rest of the conference. Yeah, very much so. And you do know, uh, and you know, and we're coming to you from Waco, you do know where their only loss of the season came this year, right? Yeah, I am fully aware. <laughs> 51 and 1, and that one was a 4 3 loss to Baylor. It was way back in February, but still a pretty good uh, uh, note on the resume for Glenn Moore and Baylor this year. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what? As With that being the biggest win, it's not the only big win that Baylor's had, and I had I was I was a little upset with the selection committee 
uh, whenever they they claim that top ten wins were were what they used as a as a primary way of ranking the seeds and. Baylor's got six top five wins. That's more than the 14, 15, and 16 seed had combined. So uh, Baylor's been terrific in big games, and I, I really like where the Bears are at. You know, I, I think they were in a bit of a lull in Oklahoma City last week, and, uh, you know, we didn't really like what I saw out of them against Iowa State, but I think that's a blip on the radar. I really like what Baylor's got going on, and uh, they definitely show up for big games as they did against Oklahoma and Tennessee and Texas, obviously. Yeah, interesting you mentioned that. Glenn Moore is is saying the same thing. He would like to see a little more transparency from the selection committee, uh, you know, to just kind of help explain, you know, why why that was such a big factor with Alabama getting the number five seed, top ten wins, and why it didn't seem to be that much of a factor for Baylor. Uh, do you think softball is, is getting close to maybe uh, the spot where there could be more transparency? Yes, because the sport's growing incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the fastest growing sport in, in college athletics. Mm-hmm. And people are more people are checking in, more people are watching softball than they ever have before. We saw almost 9,000 people show up for a regular season game between Oklahoma and Texas earlier this season. So, I mean, we're talking about a lot more eyes on the sport. And the, the ESPN just got done covering all of the conference championships um, and having those on one of their networks for the most part every single game. And so I think we are reaching a point where we're going to be able to ask for more transparency and potentially get that um, whenever it comes to the selection process, whenever they're, they're picking the, the teams and bids for, for the NCAA tournament. I got you. And that being said, how close do you think Baylor was to, uh, to earning a host spot this year? I had them in my softball bracketology in my final one. I had Baylor at 17, so the very next. Team, oh wow, really? Uh, they were right on the cusp of it. And again, I think that loss to Iowa State is probably what pushed them out. Unfortunately, hmm. uh, the good news about that is, if they would have had 16, they would have matched up with Oklahoma in the first, in the super regional. Right. So I think this opportunity that they have in Salt Lake, it, it gives them an opportunity to, to move on maybe even a little bit further. So um, I, I like where the Bears are at. That's good. I do, too. I think they've got a chance out there. Uh, what do you think of the, the, the draw, the way it ended up, and Baylor being out there with Utah, which you know won the Pac-12 tournament, uh, Ole Miss, who Baylor play in the first game, and then Southern Illinois? Well, I, I did a rankings of sorts um, using – some adjusted RPI for, for each of the regions. And, U- and Utah has the second toughest region wow. uh, by my metrics in, in the country for the for the 16 seeds. So I think them drawing Baylor is tough because, look, when Baylor is playing its best ball, they've proven that they can hang with some of the best teams in the country. They've got wins, three wins over top four seeds in this, in this uh, tournament. And so that's not something that – it's not a lot of people can say that they have on their resume. And, and whenever you've got Sidney Fiazos and you've got Shailen Govan swinging the bat well, and then Dari Orm in the circle and, and Riley Crandall, the way she came on to end the season, this, this team is really, really good. And I like, I like their chances. Um, obviously, pulling Utah is tough after they won the Pac-12 championship, but I think that, that Baylor is more than capable of hanging with the Utes. And then Ole Miss is tricky, obviously, out of the SEC. But I think the Bears are, are probably, in my eyes, the favorite to come out of that region. Oh, nice. That sounds good. What I'm just curious, what would have been the uh, only region that would be tougher than that Salt Lake City regional? 
Well, it looks funny on paper, but UCLA was the toughest. Hmm. Okay. Uh, they, they drew they drew Grand Canyon, um, and San Diego State, and the third one is is uh, is pulled out of mind at the moment. But they didn't have three teams that really jumped out on paper. But as far as RPI went, uh, they had the three the, the three that were by far and away more difficult. Their average RPI is forty one that they're playing against is UCLA. So wow. it's going to be tough for the Bruins, but Obviously, there's, they're, they're ranked number two for a reason, right? They're, they're a pretty good ball team, and they've been good for years. And uh, I still expect UCLA to, to have the upper hand in that one. Brian Clinton, our guest, uh, Heartland College Sports. Uh, interested in your opinion of, of Big 12 softball nationally. Um, how does the rest of the country look at the Big 12 in this sport? Well, I think after you, you had the two teams play for the final last year in Oklahoma and Texas, and then Oklahoma State obviously – was a win away from being in that championship final. Um, you know, there's only seven teams in this conference, but there's four of them right now that I think could make Oklahoma City, and I don't think that that's overlooked from the rest of the rest of the country. And and the fun thing about it is, is we add three more programs next year, yeah. and UCF being the biggest of those, um, I think the one year of, of ten teams in this conference is going to be fun, and I think it's going to be something that a lot of people are checked into because. UCF has been great in the last few years, and and they just add to what's already a strong Big 12 conference. So uh, nationally, I think people know that there's really good softball played in the Big 12, and it's not just the Oklahoma schools. What about uh, the regional in Austin? Uh, did Texas, Texas uh, disappointed, I think, that they were only a uh, number 13 uh, seed. Uh, do you think they get themselves back up and in a good mood, you know, enough to, to do well and get out of their own regional? Well, they did a really good job last year of harnessing that um, attitude or, or whatever you want to have it um, for not being a national seed. And I think you saw a little bit of that same reaction on, on Sunday. Uh, and I think that they can do it uh, with, with who they have with Texas State and, and Texas A&M and Pete Hall. Um, I think Texas is still very, very easily the best team out of those four. Um, it's going to be it's going to be challenging. Obviously, the Aggies bring – something to the table in a, in a rivalry, not just being a good team, but they, they had there's something a little extra there, right? I mean, we all know what rivalries right. are like and what they can do. And so I think they bring a little extra to the table, but at the end of the day, um, Texas should be able to come out of the Austin region without too much trouble. And what about Oklahoma State, number six national seed? Uh, were you surprised that they were that high? I mean, finishing the season with 11 losses in the last 13 games? Yes, I was surprised. I I had Oklahoma State outside of my top eight. I had them hosting a region um, or a regional and being on the road after that. But in the same sense, they were they were re- rewarded for their body of work. But then they also drew Wichita State, right? Which yeah. is not. I mean, that's not an easy draw for anybody, especially a six seed. And Wichita State's two and zero against the Cowgirls this year. So. Um, they've got some proving to do, and, and with what we've seen from them over the last month or so, um, they're going to have to turn things around in a hurry if they want to get if they want to get out of Stillwater after the first weekend. Gotcha. Final question, uh, Brian: Do you uh, do you get out, and will you be at one of these regionals, and which one this weekend? I will not be covering any of the regionals this weekend. I had some prior uh, engagements, but I will be keeping up with all of them, and obviously having everything. Uh, covered right there on Heartland College Sports. So 
uh, we, we do a good job covering softball. We love covering it, and we will be uh, in person at Women's College World Series, and I expect there to be at least a couple of teams from the Big 12 there. Nice. That'd be great. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Great to visit with you. Great insight, and thanks for your time this afternoon. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. That is Brian Clinton covers uh, really all sports, but right now this time of year, this season, uh, Big 12 softball for Heartland College Sports. Check it out. Uh, HeartlandCollegeSports.com is the website. A lot of good information there. And that is real good. Uh, I don't know how often you look at that, Aaron, but uh, for Big 12 coverage, really all sports, that's a really good site to look at. Yeah, it's one of the best. I, I use it a lot for Campus Confidential Stories. Yeah, yeah. They have so, a lot of good breaking news. Yeah, so really good and appreciate Brian being on with us to kick things off here on this Wednesday afternoon. All right, uh, we are off and running on a Wednesday. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Uh, John Morris and Aaron Sexton in the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. And she sends this one deep to the right side, way back, and gone! A two-run home run for Savannah Poe, and the Lady Pirates lead it two to nothing. The Crawford Lady Pirates look to defend their state championship and go back-to-back with a return trip to Austin. This week, the region semifinals versus Collinsville. A doubleheader from Weatherford Thursday night starting at 5.30 on 104.9 FM. Lady Pirates softball is presented by TFNB, your bank for life. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns, hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of TYM tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractor Sales in Robinson, where service is our name. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring Into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Back with us, taking care of business in the Allen Samuel Studios alongside Aaron Sexton. We're brought to you in part by Alliance Bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, where you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Talking uh, Big 12 softball off the top today with Brian Clinton, Heartland College Sports. The uh, four Big 12 teams in NCAA regionals all open play on Friday. Baylor the first to do so versus Ole Miss in Salt Lake City. It's noon our time and it'll be on ESPNU so uh, check that out at noon the radio broadcast with Dan Ingham on 101.3 FM 3 o'clock on Friday Oklahoma State the number 6 national seed hosting UMBC that would be uh, Maryland Baltimore County at 3 p.m. You knew that, right? Oh, of course. Of course. And that will be on ESPN Plus, so check that out, ESPN Plus. 4 o'clock on ESPNU, top seed and two-time defending national champion Oklahoma opens against Hofstra. That will be on ESPNU and also at 4 o'clock on the Longhorn Network. Uh, number 13, national seed Texas, will open hosting Seton Hall. So four-team double elimination regionals, 16 of them around the country. Uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas at home. Baylor in Salt Lake City to take on Ole Miss. So that'll be fun. And Brian was right about ESPN. They put a lot of uh, stock into college softball. They they broadcast a ton of college softball games. They I actually read the press release yesterday. They show on their family networks and ESPN Plus every pitch of the softball Wow, regionals. is that right? Um, it will be on one of their family of stations or on ESPN+. Plus. Wow. So, yeah. 
It's important to them. It I mean, is. they give a lot of airtime to college softball, so uh, so that's pretty cool. Won't be hard to find these games. Of course, a reminder: the Baylor, all the Baylor games on one hundred one point three FM. Also, uh, baseball. Uh, Baylor won last night over Tarleton in Stephenville, four to the final score. Four runs in the first inning, and uh, Jared Matheson uh, made it stand up for a four two Baylor win. Bears uh, their final road game of the year. So they will finish at 3-16 and 16 in true road games this year. Now three games remaining on the year. They'll host Cal State Bakersfield coming up uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Baylor Ballpark. Thursday and Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2 to close the regular season. And to close the season, uh, no postseason for the Bears this year. Um, so that is uh, the Baylor baseball upcoming schedule. Good win on the road over Tarleton, a team that came into Waco and won earlier this year 6-2 to two over the Bears. Uh, men's golf, Baylor men's golf is, no, I'll tell you what, let's hold that. Let me update, uh, check the stats again. Golfstats.com sta- golf is the best place for that. Uh, men's golf and they are playing in the final round and doing very well. Uh, the Morgan Hill Regional in Morgan Hill, California. Uh, we'll give you an update on that, and we'll hear from Jay Goble, the Baylor women's golf coach. They left town this morning. They are headed for Scottsdale, Arizona. They'll compete in the NCAA championships coming up beginning on Friday. So some Baylor golf men's and women's when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. D'Amore at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And he's going to have to go get sensitivity training. Aaron, don't you wish we could all get sensitivity training before we hold off and said something stupid? It's interesting how different people see these things. I think, based on what he said, Bob Huggins is incredibly fortunate to still be coaching at West Virginia. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my old mechanic, that didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say, the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked, then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. 
In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z Series mowers, and Sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select L Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Yeah, I mean, this is my third time around, and then Hannah and Baimai and Britta, we've all played at least one competitive round out there. So I think we have a big advantage over a lot of other teams because we've all been there a lot of times. Um, we were kind of a little superstitious, and we got the other side of the draw this year, like afternoon, morning, which we're all very excited about because maybe we'll break the first round kiss. Um, so, yeah, we're all, we all have a very good feeling about it. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. That is Rosie Belsham, a member of the very international Baylor women's golf team. Uh, congratulations to them. They uh, finished high enough in their regional. Is that a Georgia accent? <laughs> Georgia. That I detected? No? Okay. East Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she is British. She is British. Love that accent. Yeah, very much so. And international. They've got a girl that's uh, a Japanese girl on the roster also. Another one, trying to think, but very international. So Baylor Women's Golf is headed to the NCAA Championships. Uh, let's check on the Baylor men. They are playing round three today of the NCAA Morgan Hill Regional. And they are in good shape. They have to finish. You have to finish in the top five to advance to the NCAA championships, which the uh, Baylor women have already done. The men are sitting in fourth place right now. Uh, they are at plus nine. Mississippi State leads minus one. 
Brigham Young is second, plus three. Florida State is third, plus seven. Baylor is fourth, plus nine. And Pepperdine, just a shot behind, in fifth at plus ten. Now, the sixth-place team uh, and the top five go. Remember that. So you've just got to finish ahead of uh, the number six-place team, and that is Cal, and they are at plus 14. So Baylor right now would have a five-stroke advantage on Cal uh, to earn one of the top spots, one of the top five spots. So um, last I checked, let me see, they were close to finishing their round today. Uh, It had the Baylor guys uh, between holes 15 and 18. Let me check and see if that's still the case or if they have finished their round. Uh, They're finished. Okay, so they're in the clubhouse at plus 9 today. Uh, I'm sorry, plus 6 today, plus 9 for the tournament. So they are in the clubhouse, plus 9. Pepperdine is finishing up the last two holes, uh, and they are at plus 10. And Cal is finishing up the last two holes. They're plus uh, 14. So, again, Baylor uh, five strokes up on the sixth-place team, Cal, uh, in good shape to finish as one of the top five in advance to the NCAA championship, which is next week at Greyhawk Country Club in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. And a really tough course and a great spot. The women play there this week. The men will play there next week. So both Championships, Both of them, oh, yeah, okay. men and women. They haven't always done that, right. but they have, I think, the last few years. So the women are there this week. It begins on Friday. Baylor is there, part of the NCAA Women's Golf Championships. Uh, we had a chance to visit with Jay Goble, Baylor women's golf coach, as they headed out of town for the national championships. How do you feel like coming out of that regional? I mean, obviously it was survive in advance, but did mm-hmm. you feel like y'all played pretty well there? Yeah, I think uh, I think we did play well, especially under the circumstances. Again, uh, we had a lot to get done uh, individually and as a team to get ready for that event. I know that everybody with their exams and trying to get things done early, um, you know, not to give too many excuses, but I don't feel like our preparation was perfect. But uh, it was really cool to see that each day our rounds got better, even as the the weather changed, the course changed, the wind changed. Uh, it was really cool to see that we we shot better scores every day. And, uh, you know, Sarah and Rosie played fantastic. It was really cool to see Celia and Hannah, their score get better every day, which was also great. And Britta Snyder played fantastic. She, she did not get the putts to go in the whole week, um, but I walked with her and, and she hit the ball awesome. So, I would say top to bottom, our team is really good. And, um, you know, it's it's exciting to get to the national championship. This is a culmination of the whole year. So um, the excitement factor is high to get there, and now we can kind of freewheel it a little bit. You, you kind of do your schedule, so, you know, to come mm-hmm. kind of prepare you for this moment. Yeah. Do you feel like that's helped in terms of, you know, playing out in Arizona a couple times, that kind of thing? Yeah, play out in Arizona a couple times. I think that um, we're also trying to, to play against great competition on hard golf courses. I think that that's also super important. Um, being able to, to go on those hard courses where, you know, sometimes birdie becomes like, you know, almost last week with Stanford. Like you can't make enough. Um, we we tend to like the courses better where, you know, a birdie is really really great and pars are really really great. So I think that's 
a little bit more Greyhawk style. Um, we have not played in this wave that we're playing in this year. Mm -hmm. I think this is probably the better wave where we tee off in the afternoon and then the morning in the second round. Um, I, I feel good about our chances to play good in those two rounds and get off to a good start. What makes Greyhawk so tough? Uh, I think what makes Greyhawk tough is, uh, you know, you do have to be in the fairway. I think that placing your second shot or your approach shot in a position you can score from sometimes gets hard, especially if you do miss a fairway. So it's not always about going at the pin at Greyhawk. It's about putting it in the position to make the best score you can. And that that uh, is a hard mindset sometimes for people to get over is that, you know, they hit in the fairway, they want to go right at the pin. And uh, that's not always the case at Greyhawk. The, the case is, you know, 15 feet left of the flag or 15 feet short of the flag is a better play than being ultra aggressive. Is some of that <coughs> reading what she said, I think, some of that because of the undulation or different undulation on different greens or? Yeah, I would say that, you know, it's difficult to hit a good second shot at Greyhawk because the, the landing areas or the areas in which you hit your approach shot are really small. Right. So having a good game plan, not only like when you get to the hole, but I mean, we're going we're gonna to talk about these pin placements the night before and we're going to be uh, spending, you know, the evening or the afternoon before the round trying to figure out where to hit these these approach shots because again it, it makes or breaks if you if you have one shot that you miscalculate it, it could lead to a double bogey pretty quickly out there rosie and some of these girls have it's their third go around here just what's the benefit to having that at the top of your lineup you know, in terms of leadership yeah rosie hannah and uh, britta have have been there this will be their third time they've they've all had multiple rounds out there multiple practice rounds uh i think that that is all good i mean it's great to have experience somewhere um we haven't played our best at greyhawk and and i don't know that that's totally to do with anything other than it's just a hard place um, i'm gonna chalk it up to you know we just didn't have our good stuff that week but I do feel like third time's the charm, and we have a good chance this week. And um, we did not have Sarah and Celia in the lineup last year, and, and those two are pretty special. So I, I feel good about our chances. Is there anything different this time of year, postseason, mindset-wise, approach-wise, anything different? No, it's another golf tournament. We're trying to go play another golf tournament, uh, kind of prepare and uh, go in with a similar mindset. I think that – regionals is is stressful i think getting to the national championship is is a heavy weight lifted off everybody's shoulder to get the exams done to get all that that uh that stuff to where we can just think about playing golf is is really good for us uh i feel like they're pretty free and ready to go have a good week was there any strategy in the lineup last week because it seemed like if i remember right Sierra was like fourth yeah. Was there any yeah. strategy in that? Of course. There, there was yeah. strategy. I didn't know if it was setting it up for something later or sending a message or. No, it's, I, I think our team is really deep. I think almost wherever I put the players in our lineup, they could potentially finish in that spot in right. the lineup. So, um, yeah, th there's a little method to my madness okay. there, but it's yeah. not, it's not anything really super scientific.
You, you probably feel that way, or I would think maybe every year we've got a good shot to make match play. But is this that type of team that not only could make match play, but could maybe play really well there too? Yeah, I mean, I, I think our, you know, we're a top 10, top 12 team in the country. Eight teams make match play. Uh, there were a couple of teams ranked ahead of us that didn't make it. Um, I think we have one of the best teams in the country. Um, again, do we get out there and have our great stuff? I, I hope so. That's what we're planning on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think we take it one day at a time, play our game, and if we do, we'll have a good shot to make match play and, and make a run. With that many rounds, obviously, can you recover? I mean, I, I know, you know, as we were talking about with Rosie, I mean, you want to get out to a good start, mm -hmm. but you can recover. You can recover. There's a lot of golf. I mean, there's obviously those benchmarks of making the top 15 mm -hmm. after Sunday, Monday making the top eight after Monday. So there's those bit benchmarks that we have to hit. Um, yeah, we're, we, we're going to have Izzy, our PT, meet us out there. She did a great job last week of making sure that they were doing really good rest and recovery stuff, some mice bath type deals and stuff like that. Um, Last week was a really hilly golf course to walk. This week's going to be very hot. So, okay. I mean, it's just a different kind of uh, strategy when it comes to rest and recovery. But I think we'll be the most rested and well-recovered team out there. That is Jay Goboy. Uh, he and the Baylor women's golf team, they are in or headed to Scottsdale, Arizona. They'll open play first round of the NCAA Women's Championships at Greyhawk on Friday. So good luck to them. And uh, the men are well on their way to advancing to Greyhawk as well. They sit in fourth place uh, with just a few teams out on the course. Uh, we may know We may know by uh, the top of the hour if Baylor's men are in for sure as well. I just keep thinking about Greyhawk. Like, you can't give yourself a nickname, right? <laughs> okay, I just want curious. Why? I, I think it'd be a cool nickname. Just call me Greyhawk. Oh, I like it. <laughs> you can be Greyhawk if you want to. The John Morris Show with producer with Greyhawk. Greyhawk. <laughs> <laughs> Got sort of uh, uh, Indian ramifications. It's, I thought more superhero, but yeah, Superhero? That too. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're but right. It sounds like a... Someone who should be producing, like, uh, Wake Up with Stephen A. Smith or whatever that show's called now. <laughs> Greyhawk. Just to, just to make sure that there's no, you know, actual physical confrontations after all the yelling. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> all right, we'll see if that sticks there, Greyhawk. Glad you like that. Maybe they can bring you back a shirt with Greyhawk, Greyhawk on it. That How about awesome, that? Yeah. That would be good. Maybe they can bring me a shirt. That'd be good. All right. Very good. Uh, good luck to Baylor men's and women's golf in the NCAAs. Hey, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Stay with us. We appreciate you being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. Thanks to Pioneer Steel and Pipe, that great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. It's a new store, a new location, more space to serve you better, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. That service goes back to 1943. They've been serving Central Texas since then. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business covering four generations. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items. Quality and reliability is what 
Pioneer Steel and Pipe offers with metal roofing. They also offer structural steel and pipe, much, much more. Remember, they deliver and unload. The new location in Waco is 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. Another location in Bryan and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Glenn Moore and Baylor Softball from the NCAA Tournament on 101.3 FM. Baylor Softball opens play in the NCAA Regional Friday against Ole Miss. 11.45 for the warm-up show. High noon first pitch on 101.3 FM. Baylor Bear Softball with Dan Engel from the NCAA Tournament on 101.3 FM. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Listen to the John Moore Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad. Jesse Britt's Automotive. 
Discounting your prices, not your service. Chance Wilcox lived his life with a kind heart, and anyone would tell you that. But I'll never forget the call that my only son, with so much life ahead of him, had been killed instantly by a distracted driver on her cell phone. The happiness we all had and enjoyed up until that time was gone in one second by a 100% preventable action. Heads up, Texas. Using your phone behind the wheel can be deadly. Talk, text, crash. Brought to you by TextDot. Back with us, Joan Morris Show, final segment on a Wednesday. Beautiful weather here in Central Texas. Bruce, if you're listening to us in uh, Cincinnati, it is sunny and, what is it, Aaron, 84, I think was the last I saw. Is that about right? Yeah, 84 degrees. Yeah, very nice. Very nice day. So, really nice weather here in Central Texas. Hey, Baylor baseball's back in action uh, tomorrow evening. Yes, I know it's Thursday, but they're going to play this series Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at Baylor Ballpark. It's a non-conference series against Cal State Bakersfield. Tomorrow is uh, Youth Sports Night or Youth Night at Baylor Ballpark. Wear your jersey. Uh, Aaron, wear your Little League jersey, and you get in free to the game tomorrow night. (laughs) (laughs) My Little League jerseys are long gone. Uh I was about to say they may be put up somewhere, but they're not, I don't think. Long gone. But any, anyone out there that does have Little Leaguers, wear your jersey. Free admission to the game tomorrow nice. night. So pretty cool promotion there. We'll remind you about that again tomorrow. Um, and that's a 6.30 first pitch tomorrow evening. They'll play at 6.30 on uh, Friday and 2 o'clock on Saturday. Uh, final week of the regular season for Big 12 Baseball. The other series, TCU at Kansas State. Those teams separated by a game in the standings. Kansas State sits uh, in a tie for third at 12-9. and nine. TCU is in fifth. They are 11-10 and 10 in conference play. The series in Manhattan beginning tomorrow night. West Virginia plays at Texas. A lot of interest there. Mountaineers trying to clinch the Big 12 regular season title. They've got a two-game edge on Oklahoma State sitting in second place. West Virginia is 15-6 and six in conference play. They're up to number six in the nation this that's, week. Isn't that wild? That's a, probably the biggest story in college baseball. Yeah, maybe. Number well, six were, in the nation. I think they were picked right ahead of Baylor, weren't they? I don't remember. I think they were. Uh, I'd have to check their release in, in the league. I don't think they were that low, but I think it might have been fifth or sixth, hmm. somewhere in there. But they are uh, having a great season, number six in the nation, and trying to win a Big Twelve championship. Texas is twelve and nine in conference play. They are uh, in a tie with K State for third, and the series is in Austin. They'll play Bedlam this weekend. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Oklahoma State in second place. They are. Mm, no, I'm starting to say mathematically the only team that could catch West Virginia. But mathematically, Texas and Kansas State still have a chance also. Um, so, uh, But Oklahoma State uh, is sitting in second in the league standings. They are 13-8. and eight. Oklahoma is 10-11 and 11 in the conference. They open tomorrow evening at 6.30. And then Kansas plays at Texas Tech this weekend. That was the series uh, Baylor fans were keeping an eye on. Had Baylor won a couple of games over TCU, they would have needed uh, Kansas to be swept by the Red Raiders to get into the Big 12 tournament. Didn't happen, and so... Uh, 
Kansas and Texas Tech will play for a positioning in the Big 12 tournament and uh, seeding. Tech at 10 and 11 in the conference. Kansas at 7 and 14. So those are the uh, Big 12 games coming up this weekend. And Baylor uh, versus Cal State, Bakersfield, non-conference series this weekend. I looked it up to make sure. I was pretty sure, but if West Virginia can hold on and win the Big 12 baseball title, that will be their first regular season or tournament. Yeah, bet that's right. All right, so uh, West Virginia playing at Texas this weekend to try to win a Big 12 championship. All right, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up top of the hour. Aaron, what do you guys have uh, anything you can tell us about coming up between 4 and 6? We will talk about the NBA draft lottery with the Spurs getting the uh, – Sorry, I get upset stomach just talking about it. Now, what were their odds? Did they kind of beat the the odds? I think they had the third or the fourth best odds. Oh, did they? Okay. Uh, Houston and Detroit were tied for the best odds, and I think they were followed – or no, Detroit and Houston had the best odds, and I believe that was followed by San Antonio, and I'm not sure the other team, but uh, Detroit obviously falling out of the top four and Houston falling 2-4 in a – what people consider to be a top three kind of draft class that's pretty far above everything else, although there's there's a, uh, two twins that they think will go four and five that are pretty highly regarded. But uh, Miller, the kid from Alabama, Scoot Henderson from G League, and obviously Wimayama, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, European player, is who everybody's waiting on. But after that, I think it's a pretty good fall off, and that's where Houston and Detroit ended up at four and five. But San Antonio with the top overall pick, we'll talk about that. Dallas still has never moved up in lottery history in the NBA, <laughs> really? but they did stay at ten, which means they keep their first round pick. It doesn't go to New York okay. for the Porzingis trade. If they had dropped even one spot to eleven, it's a top ten protected pick, and they would have lost it to the Knicks, which wow. would have been really bad because it'll probably it will probably uh, be next year where the pick will finally convey because gotcha. I think Dallas will be back in the playoffs and and have a uh, have a good season next year and uh, that pick will be in the twenties instead of being a lottery yeah, pick. Gotcha. So we'll talk about the NBA draft lottery. We'll talk uh, about the stars as they get ready for Game One of the uh, Western Conference Finals in the NHL and much much more. All right, very good. All that coming up on the Matt Mosley Show, uh, 4 to 6. Just keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. I heard this this morning about the Spurs. The only other two times they had had the number one pick. They won the lottery, yeah. Uh, yeah, and they, they literally won the lottery. They picked David Robinson and, <laughs> and Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan. Yeah, two, yeah, two of the NBA all-time top 50, two generational wild? prospects. Yeah. And, yeah, ended up winning five titles. And that – I mean, they've had really, really good luck as a franchise uh, for past 25 years. They had David Robinson, which was good drafting. They did have to wait for him at the sure. time because he was coming right, out of right, Naval right. Academy. But uh, he gets hurt, and so they're terrible that year. And they, but he's still in his prime. Yeah, he recovers from the injury, and oh, by the way, they get Tim Duncan, and then <laughs> you know they tank this year. To try to get Wimbenyama, even though they didn't have the best odds, they still end up with him. Just wow. a very lucky franchise when it comes Spurs. to the uh, 
when it comes to the lottery. I wonder what their lottery good luck charm is. Yeah, and if it's I don't changed. know. I bet they've got some. I wouldn't change it. I don't. Whatever it is. Yeah. All right. Um, it's uh, it's all but done in Morgan Hill, California. Baylor, uh, in, in, no team really has a chance to catch Baylor and knock them from fourth place. Uh, so Baylor men's golf has earned a spot in the NCAA championship. They finish with a plus six round today, 294, plus nine for the three rounds. They finish in fourth place. So the five teams advancing out of that regional, Mississippi State, Brigham Young, Florida State, Baylor, and Pepperdine. So the Baylor men will join the Baylor women in the NCAA championships in Aaron's new nickname, Greyhawk. <laughs> Greyhawk Country Club in Scottsdale, Arizona next week. So congratulations to Mike McGraw and Baylor men's tennis, uh, men's golf. All right, uh, some birthdays to share with you. This is a good birthday day, Aaron. Uh, it's Kyle Robart's birthday. Kyle, uh, significant birthday today. Happy birthday to young Kyle Robart's today. Worked with us in athletic communications. Linda Carrier Metz's birthday today. Linda is uh, the queen at uh, Pizza Hut. Uh, she's not here in Waco. She's in, I think, Wichita, Kansas. But happy birthday to Linda Carrier Metz today. Clarence McCullough's birthday, former Baylor football player, Lene Woods, Lene Woods' birthday is today. Ted Davis's birthday. Ted's an interesting story. Did uh, do you remember when he did Mavericks Radio? Does the name sound familiar? Ted uh -huh. Davis. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did Mavericks left and did the Pacers for a long time. Was it the Pacers or the Bucks? And he ended up with the Bucks. And he was their radio guy when they won the uh, championship a couple of years ago. And now he's retired, and he's come back to Texas, lives out in the Hill Country somewhere out there. I think he's teaching school or something oh, like wow, that, high nice. school or something yeah. like that. So pretty cool retirement for Ted Davis. Yeah, that'd be nice, and that's a perfect place to retire to. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. So happy birthday to him today. Jeff Reinwalt's birthday is today. Julie uh, Vitek Keith at Vitex. Happy birthday to Julie Keith. Corey Priest's birthday is today. Happy birthday to him. And I want to steal one of yours, but it's uh, Jim Nance's birthday today as well. So happy birthday to Jim Nance and a great group there. Who would you add to the birthday list? Got a few today. NFL MVP from, I believe, three years ago. Matt Ryan turns 38. He is retired, and now he will be broadcasting for CBS next mm. year. Uh, Tony Parker, former ugh, former Spurs great <laughs> and of the future Spurs. Hall of Famer, uh, <laughs> turns 41. North Turner, former Cowboys offensive coordinator for two of their three Pro Bowl wins, uh, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl wins uh, under Jimmy Johnson. Uh, turns 71. Nine Inch Nails lead singer and producer Trent Reznor turns 53. And finally, sh boxing legend Sugar Ray Leonard turns 67. Oh, nice. Very good. Good list. Very good. All right. Uh, we're going to move out of here. We appreciate you being with us. Hope you enjoyed hearing from Brian Clinton of Heartland College Sports. If you missed any or all of that, it's available on the web, SyntexSportsFan.com, or on social media at 1660 ESPN. All of our local shows and local interviews available there each and every day. Thanks to Greyhawk, <laughs> Aaron Greyhawk. 
Sexton. I, yeah, I think I'm reconsidering now. <laughs> if you had the shirt, you'd wear the shirt. Oh, no, I would. <laughs> Thanks to Aaron Hawk. for making that happen. You also heard from Jay Goble, who's at Greyhawk, or will be there later <laughs> this week. Baylor women's golf coach. Uh, stay tuned as we finish the birthdays. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Aaron, is that? I mean, don't y'all do birthdays in John Morris's hey, show? Bob.